Okay. So today's daf is Daftzadi Aluf, page 91, in the Heilige Mesechus Shubas. And we're up to the third line on Daftzadi Aluf. We're up to Umin Matzi Amritachi. Now, just a little bit of background to remind ourselves what we learned yesterday, which is that we wanted to explain a machlaikas between Reb Shimon and the Tanakama consisted about, about whether metaltalin um, or karka suffices to be the meiser dinner, the extra dinner. Now, what's the extra dinner? What was that? So there's a halacha. The halacha is, and we're going to really, towards the bottom of today's Omud, on Tzadi Aleph, Omud Alpha, Mishra is going to teach us something very interesting, which is, usually a woman collects her ksuba after her husband passes away. The Rabbanim said, the Chachamim say, that if the value of the ksuba is going to eat up the entire value of the husband's estate, then we're not going to pay off the ksuba. Why not? Because we want to ensure that the Oraisa Dika Halachos, the biblical laws of inheritance are able to be adhered to. And if everything's going straight to the wife's ksuba, or we'll call it the ksuba has been in dichrin, if everything's going straight there, what's going to happen is there's no Yerusha. So they instated that in order for a, for a, for a ksuba, ksuba aspen and dichren, to be collected, you need to have a Mosar dinner. You have to have at least a dinner amount of value left in the estate. We had a machlega seen Rav Shimon whether that value has to be in land, or whether that, lau- that value can even be in metaltalin. What we left off saying is the Tanakam is of the opinion in order for there to be a Mosar dinner, an extra dinner, which allows the Ksubas Ben to be collected, it must be in land. Our Rabbi Shimon says the extra value of a dinner can even be in Metaltlin. And now we pick up on the third line. Can you say that this is Takadu Machlaik Yasin Tarakam and Rib Shimon? Fatinaba, we learned in the Mishnah, Rib Shimon, I'm a Rib Shimon, says, I feel Yeshom Nechasim, Shayna Machrais. Even if you have Nechasim, Shayna Machrais, there's no lean on, referring to movable property. Ain on Klom, it's not considered any value. You need to have real property. Yasser Ashtay Ksuvas dinner, which is more than the value of two Ksuvas. By a dinner. So you see clearly that Rav Shimon holds that you need real property in order to have Mosar dinner. If the extra value of a dinner in the estate is going to be strictly a metaltalin, it's not considered Mosar dinner and nobody is going to be able to collect their ksuba because we're going to keep the laws of inheritance. So the Gemara is challenging our assumption of Rav Shimon's halacha, of Rav Shimon's opinion. Rather answer the Gemara, Rather they're arguing about whether a dinner amount of shibud could be, could be considered maisar dinner. Now what does it mean shibud? So like this, you have somebody who passes away and they leave behind property valued at $100. I'm sorry, $102. The ksuva, the ksuva is valued at $100. So if you pay off the ksuva, well, you still have $2. Let's assume $2 is a dinner. Yeah, you still have $2. So maybe that's the Mosar dinner. So says the Gemara, the Machlekes is, what if those $2 are pledged to somebody else? Are Meshubid to somebody else? So it's there in the estate right now. 
but at some point in time, somebody's going to be able to come and collect it. So do we consider that to be the Moser dinner, to be the added dinner in the estate that allows us to collect suva or not? Mar Savar, Mibnei in, holds that if it's Meshubit to somebody else, it's not considered Moser, it's not considered extra. Mar Savar, holds, I feel Meshabdi. That no, even if it's Meshubit to somebody else, it is going to be considered Moser dinner. That's the Machleka, says Gemara, no, Ihachi. And that's how you're going to explain <coughs> the Machlekes, Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon says, in Yesha Maiser dinner, Reb Shimon says, if there's a Maiser dinner, Kivon Shiesha Maiser dinner, he should have said, he should have said, since there is a Maiser dinner, instead of if, meaning, if we're dealing with the situation where it is Mishubit, it could be collected at a, at a uh, later date, so the Mishnah should say, the Tanakama holds that the, the Yarshim, are not allowed to collect their ksuba because it's Meshubin. And Reb Shimon holds, because there's an extra dinner, it's okay. Now, if, it would have said because. What does it say? It says if. According to him, it say because. Why say if? It must be Reb Shimon is not arguing about whether it's Meshubin. And he's also going to hold it's not considered a Meisr dinner, even in that case. Says the Gemara, you're right. Ella, rather, they're arguing about something that is less than a dinner left in the estate after the ksuba is collected. So let's say there's $101 in the estate, $100 meshuba to the ksuba, only $1 left, and we'll say that's less than a dinner. So then we have a machlek. Ismar sabar dinner in, you mamish eat a complete dinner in order for the ksuba asmin to to be collected. Pachas me dinner light. Anything less than that, don't wake. Umar Savar, but Rashim is going to say, Afilu Pachas me dinner. Even if it's less than a dinner, you can still collect the Meshuba, the Nechasim, the Ksuba has been in Dechrin. Says the Gemara, but that's not true. Look, we had before. But Rib Shimon dinner Kaamar. Rib Shimon was using was going in the, the situation of a dinner. He clearly says you need to have a dinner, a miser dinner, an extra amount of dinner left in the estate in order to be able to collect. So what are you talking about? Don't tell me he holds you don't need a dinner. He says clearly that you do. Answer the Gemara. Okay, the Khitema Epok, and if you're gonna tell me that it really holds you don't, and switch around the opinions, and Rib Shimon holds that uh, if there's a miser dinner, that uh, uh, only if there's a miser dinner instead of sins. Tanakama demasti sinami dinner kamar. You can't tell me if Shimon holds you need to have a dinner and Tanakama holds you don't because the Tanakama also says dinner. So we're basically stuck. What we want to know is what's the machlaikas between Rib Shimon and the Tanakama? You tried saying the machlaikas is when there's less than a Moser dinner, but it can't be because they both use the dinner as the, as the point line for how much needs to be left in the estate for the Ksuvaspin and Dichrin to be collected. Says the Gemara, Ella rather, Kihanach Trey. Uh, rather we're going to go back to the first two interpretations that perhaps they're arguing about about uh, whether you could collect from the Chassam Meshubadim or even, or even uh, Metaltalin and they're arguing about whether you have if the Meiser dinner is Meshubit to somebody else the Epoch and we're going to switch around how we, how we originally understood the Brisa Okay, meaning Reb Shimon's going to say that, that the, the Meiser dinner has to be in real Karka has to be in real property, while the Tanakama is the one who says that it could even be in Metatalin. Period. End of that explanation of the, uh, and clarification of the Machlekes between Rib Shimon and the Tanakama. Amar Marzutra Mishmei Derav Papa. Marzutra says the name of her Papa, Hilchasad Allah is, Achas Pechayab Achas If one, if a guy's got two wives, 
One passes away while he's alive. One passes away after he passes away. They're both able to collect the ksuva and one ksuva becomes the extra for its friend. One's considered the miser, the surplus amount. You could find the place of where one ksuva could be the surplus for the other ksuva. And he didn't let us know, he's not letting us hear about a ksuba, whether that can become miser for his friend. Because I would have thought to say, if there's an extra amount. Then the ksuvas ben endichrin works. Eli, if you don't have the meiser, it's not going to work. Ella lashmiin on ksuva nasis meister chaverta, but let uh, but but let him tell us about one ksuva becoming the meiser for his friend. Va'anoyadana, and once you state that that one ksuva is going to be considered the meiser for your friend, I'll then know. Mishum da'achas b'chayav achas meiser yeshim ksuvas ben endichrin. I'll memela know through inference. I'll be able to realize that when one passes away while he's alive. One passes away later, so the rights of Ksuvas Ben is going to remain into a, in, in effect. So Marzutra could have said one thing and taught us all the Allahs. All he needed to say is, one Ksuva becomes the Maiser, the Chaverta, and I'll know all the other Allahs. Says the Gemara wrong, because he asked me if it would have just, if Marzutra would have just said that, I would have said that's where he's got three wives. Two die while he's alive, one after his death. One that died after he died, he led this nekevahi. She only has a daughter. A regular daughter doesn't take the place of sons when there's sons. Okay? So in such a case, are we pushing aside the biblical laws of inheritance by allowing the first two wives' sons to collect their suvasmin and dechren? No. Because anyway, there's only a, a, a girl here coming to collect. And there's no biblical inheritance. But let's say there'll be two wives, one, by, one while he's alive, one after he passed away. And the, and the one that passed away after him has a son who's a boy. I would say that we're concerned it's going to come to a machlekes. Why? Because the, the second sons, right? the sons of the second wife, they also have their they're going to say, hey, the state also owes money to us. So, Kamash Malam, Marzutra lets us know that no, we're not concerned about Intsuye, we're not concerned about this Machlaikas, and hence, um, we will say, uh, we have to state both halachas, okay? Both the actual Maiser dinner, and also that one Ksuva is a Maiser, Lechaverta, it's added on, it's considered a surplus for its friend. Period, end of that Gemara. We now get to the next Mishnah. Fascinating, fascinating Mishnah. Let us get going. Says the Mishnah. We're familiar already. A person's got two wives. They both die. He dies after both of them. And the Yisayimim both want to collect the Ksuva of their mother. Okay? They say, listen, before anything gets inherited, we want to make sure that whatever was promised to our mom is paid off. The problem is, there's only enough to pay off the two ksuvas. And if you do that, there's not going to be any inheritance in place. What's the halacha? Chokin b'shove. So, they split it equally. They split it equally. Who splits it equally? Says Rashi, all of the sons. Not just these two boys who want to inherit their mother, but every inheritor. 
Why? Because the two ksubas would have used up the entire estate and pushed aside the biblical laws of inheritance. So you know what we say? There's not enough to pay off the two of you. There's no ksubas in dichner. We're pushing that aside. Regular laws of inheritance. All sons split equally. dinner. Let's say there's an extra dinner there after the ksuba. So, each of the sons take the full value of their mother's tshuva, and uh, the rest will be the, the inheritance. Let's say the Yisaymim say, I'll tell you what we'll do. They want to be smart, Alex. See, here's their chab. Their father's estate was worth $200. Their mother's ksuba or their ksuba was valued at $100. If they both collect their ksuba, they get nothing. Because there's no miser dinner. There's no extra dinner to be inherited. So you know what they do? They say like this. We'll donate $5 to our father's estate. Make that the moser dinner. And now we could collect our ksuba, leaving over $5 for the rest of their brothers to split. Ah, achap. All right? We'll add the value of a dinner to our father's property. Because you want to collect our mother's tshuva. We say to them, what's the last letter of the olive base? Tough. Nothing doing. Rather, we evaluate the property in Bezdin. And we see, is there a miser dinner? Is there an extra amount? If there's no extra amount, there's no tshuva aspin dichrin. If there is the extra amount, they can take their ksubas and the, the extra meiser dinner will be divided amongst all the inheritors. Let's say there are parts of the father's property that are still outstanding. They're still meant to come in. Okay? So, says the Mishnah, We don't consider it like it's already in the, fa- in the father's property. Meaning, we look at the property right now as it is. If there's no Meisr dinner, there's no Meisr dinner. Reb Shimon, I remember, Reb Shimon says, Even if, Nizder Reb Shimon, we, we were getting into the Machlagis earlier on today's daf, even if there's Nechashim She'in Lahem Machrayis, there's no lien on it, meaning, Metaltalin, movable property, ain't on Klum. It's not added to the tab. It's not considered Meisr dinner. The extra dinner has to be an amount. Which is a dinner greater than the two ksubas. Okay, so Baruch Hashem, that mission is pretty smooth sailing because we're familiar with that, uh, with that machlaikas and those halachas already from earlier on today's daf. Let's get into the Gemara, Torah Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. One ksuba, you have two sons, right? One ksuba is a thousand, and one ksuba is five hundred. One takes a thousand, one takes five hundred, and you're good to know, you're good to go. If there's no extra dinner over the fifteen hundred, they split it equally. Okay, very, uh, very straightforward, meaning amongst all of the sons. Now, what's the added chiddush over here? How's any different? Than our Mishnah, because over here there's different amounts, right? Here, before we just stated, stop two ksubas. Now one's a, one's a thousand, one's five hundred. I would say when it's of the same value, maybe maybe uh, it needs to be more. But here you see even different values is a, is add a chiddush. You still need the meiser dinner over the added value. Says the Gemara Pshita. It is obvious. It is simple. I know what the halacha is when merubin. 
if there was a lot of value in the father's estate, vinismaitu, and then it got lessened. Meaning, at the time that the father died, there was a Moser dinner. There was an added dinner. However, then it went down. It shrunk. The real estate went down. And now, there's no Moser dinner anymore. So it's pshita, it's simple, that kvar zochu bohem yarshim. The yarshim, here referring to the two sons who want to collect their mother's ksuva, that they still can. Aye, there's no Moser dinner. True. But at the time of death there was, so they already got the rights. So they can take the ksuba. Mu'atin bin Israba. But what happens when the father died, there was not a Moser dinner. So as soon as he dies, there's no extra dinner. Who inherits? All the sons divide it. But then it went up in value. By the time they're dividing it, you had enough to, for the ksubas, plus a dinner to be inherited. My, what's the halacha over there? Says Gemara Toshma, come and listen, we'll try to prove from the following case. The nichsei, the bar tzartzor, the nechosim, the property in the house of bar tzartzor. Mu'otim. There wasn't much value. The nisrabu, and then an enlarged have it was. The asu of Amram. And they came in front of Rab Amram. All right. They came for a psak halacha. Apparently, there were some sons who wanted to inherit a ksuba, and they said, we should be able to get the ksuba uh, uh, because now there is enough. And the other sons say, no, 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 no. We divide the entire property because at the time of death, there was not a Moser dinner and we're able to divide all of it. So they came to Rav Amram. Amar Lui said to them, Zilo Faisinu, you guys go. Faisinu literally means be mafais each other. Have some goodwill. You should get along with each other. No, like Ashkechu. But the other sons were in Ashkach. They, they, um, they, they, they didn't care. They didn't care. So what they do? Amar Lahu, so they said to them, if I see you, if you don't make up with them, it's a threat. I'm going to hit you with a pesilva. It's like some sort of a stick. It's like mava dama that doesn't that, that doesn't bring blood. He's saying it's going to hurt. Well, I won't make you bleed, but it's going to hurt. He's basically, uh, you know, being tough with them. He's like, guys, Hever, this is the way to do it. Come on, this is the way to do it. He sent them in front of Rav Nachman. I guess Rav Nachman was a bigger Paisik. And he was hoping they would listen to him. So Rav Nachman says to them, Just like in a case where there wasn't enough. I'm sorry, just in case we started out with enough. And it became Nismayit. The Allah is, The Yarshim get it. And everybody gets a... Gets a, um, a uh, the, those who are able to collect the ksuba, collect the ksuba, then they divide it. The same thing's true when it's muat, when there's less, and then it's rabu. The yarshim also inherit. Meaning, they, whatever happened at the time of death, that's what happens. That's what happens. If there's a little bit amount, without a most of dinner, the halacha is, you divide it amongst all of the children. Okay? Period. To dots. Simon Elef Umeya Mitzvah Ksuba Yaakov Zokin Sadoisa Bidvarim Asikin. Okay, here we go. We're going to have a whole bunch of different fascinating halachas, and the way to remember all these different cases is with the words 
thousand hundred mitzvah in Aksuva, the elder Yaakov's fields, with words asikin. We um, we we asik uh, uh, is is to we do business with. All right, so here we go. Hogavra, there was a fellow. Davimaski be alpha zuze. He had a thousand zuz. Avle treyapadne. He had a thousand zuz, and he had two apadne. He had two mansions. Zavinu chodu b'chamishmeya v'chodu b'chamishmeya. He sells each them for five hundred. Okay, so he had two thousand plus two mansions, and now he sells each of them for five hundred. Why did he do that? I'll tell you why. Because homes are have a lien on them to any loan. So you know what he did? He sold out the homes to have cash, and now nobody has a lien. On, uh, on his movable property. So the one who lent him the money um, wanted to collect one of the homes as payment. And then he went to the other one. So the one who purchased the home for 500, he didn't want to give up his house. So he paid the lender, a thousand zuz. The Omar lay, shakal alfa zuzay, he took a thousand zuz, and he went, he went back to the seller. Omar lay, and he says to him, if it's worth, I'm sorry, he went back to the lender, and he says, if it's worth a thousand zuz to you, good. If not, shakal alfa zuzay, take a thousand zuz, and uh, get off of both properties. Okay, you hear what happens? One of them gave the thousand, but he's, by that thousand, he wants it to remove the lien off of both properties. So, similar to our Mishnah, that what? Remember, you say, if the orphans, uh, if the orphans say, if uh, we, you know, the, the two kids who their father's estate did not have the full thousand. I'm sorry, the father's estate only had the value of the ksuba. Didn't have a Moser dinner. So they try to be smart, Alex. And they try to add a dinner to the father's estate. Okay? So what did we say? It doesn't work. You can't do that. No shtick. It's still going to be divided equally. So we'll say the same thing over here. This, this, um, uh, one of the guys who purchased the homes for 500 can't all of a sudden change the value to a thousand and make it as if the full home is worth a thousand and pay off both loans like that. Doesn't work. Amalei Rava, Rava says, Me dummy, is it similar? Can you compare the cases? Over there, when they're trying to raise the value of the father's estate, it's going to cause a loss to the other Yisraelim. But over here, is the lender losing any money? He's not losing any money. The Misa, the value's up. Alpha Yahiv, Alpha Shakil. He gave a thousand Zuz and he's getting back a thousand Zuz. He lent a thousand. The buyer on the house who paid 500 says, Here, here's a thousand, and I'm removing the lien of both homes. So either way, he got what he wanted. What, nobody's losing. There's no issue over here. So let him, let him keep the house. Says the Gemara, Vitirfa, Bekama Kasvinon. Let's say, um, let's say he says, you know what, Beseder, I'll take the house. 
So how much are we going to write is ultimately been paid back? Ravina Amar Ba'alfa, thousand. Ravina Amar Ba'chamishmeya. Vilkasa Ba'chamishmeya. The Allah is that no, it's only considered 500 of the full thousand to be paid back. You, because Lamaisa, this, practically speaking, this house is only worth 500. It's only worth, uh, it's only worth half. And you're not going to look at the other transfer as, um, as, a, uh, as a, a value to remove the lien of the other home. Okay? So that was one story. Another story. Who gathered? There was a fellow, David Maski Bermea Zuze. He borrowed a thousand Zuz. Uh, I'm sorry, a hundred Zuz, Mea. Havale Trey Ketine Daara. And he, had a, he borrowed a hundred Zuz. He was he obligated to pay that back. And he had two small pieces of land. Now, those two small pieces of land become obligated to the lender. Chad. One piece of land, Zavinu, he sold it, Bechamshin, for 50. Bechad Bechamshin, another piece of land he sold, for 50. Okay? So now he has the 100 Zuz to pay back. Also, Balchayv, Tarful Echad He doesn't pay the lender back. So the lender goes, and he takes one piece of land. Hadar Asa, and then he goes, Vikatarf Lidach. And he wants to take the other piece of land for the other 50. So Shokal Me'azuze, the buyer of the fifth of the second piece of land, took a hundred Zuz, the Ka'azil and he went to the lender. And he says, if this land is worth a hundred to you, Yeah, then Take this and you're paid off. Don't touch the land that I bought. I want to hold on to it. And if it's not worth 100 Zuz to you, so Shikol Ma'azuze, take 100 Zuz Stam as payment, and, and walk away. You got your payment. But either way, don't touch the field. It's similar to our Mishnah. It's similar case of our Mishnah. Where the assignment want to inflate the value of the property. But Amalei Abai, Abai says to his beloved Rebbe, Rebbe Yosef, Midami, can you compare it? Hasa Mislu, Pseida Liasme, there, there's a Pseida, there's a loss for the orphans. Hacha, my Pseida Isle. But over here, what sort of loss is there? Mea Yav, Mea Shakil. A hundred is a hundred. You got it. Shalom al Yisrael. Yeah? So he, he got what he, what he needed. Says the Gemara Vaiter, same question. Fine. See, let's say he wants to keep the first field. Let's say he chooses the, uh, option number one. He wants to keep the field. How much do we write is paid off? You pay the actual, it's, it's actual value of the land. Hogav, another story. There was a fellow, he borrowed a hundred Zuz, and he died. And he left behind a piece of land that was worth 50 Zuz. Yes, he borrowed a hundred, and he now has a piece of land that's valued at half of what he borrowed. So the lender is coming to collect it. He wants to grab it. The orphans came. And they gave him 50. They said, listen, yeah, the land is, has a lien to you, true. But if you grab the land, all you got is 50. We'll tell you what, leave us with the land and we'll give you $50. I'll give you 50 zoos. So what happened? So he takes the 50 zoos and then he wants to take the land again. He's like, listen, 
Your old man owed me 100. You paid me 50. I still have a lien of 50 on the land. They came in front of Abaye. He says, There's a mitzvah on children to pay off their father's debt, even if there's no lien on the cash. Still a mitzvah to pay off your father's debt. And therefore, Hani Kamoi, the first, the 50 you gave in cash. Mitzvah Abdisu. You did a mitzvah. You paid off that half. Hashtaki Tarif, Bidin Katarif. And now he still owed 50. He wants to take that small piece of land. Yeah, that's the halacha. He's following the right din. This is only true where the kids didn't say to him, this 50 is in place of the field. But let's say they say it when they paid back. The 50 zuz is in place of the, of the, of the arakatina, of the small piece of land. Saluke Salkua. That's it. That's all that happened. The, 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 all, the, he, he cannot grab anything else. He can't grab the land afterwards. Ah, the 50 is a mitzvah. It doesn't matter. They said specifically at the time, this is the land. This is in place of the land. This is for the small field. And therefore, they, it's as if they bought it back from him and it's their land. Who got brother was a fellow, the Zavna Luxivosa the Ime. He sold the Ksuva of his mother, for the extra benefit of having access to the Ksuva. Okay. Meaning, he's giving them the right, he's selling the right to ultimately be connected, to, to, to ultimately be collected by them. And he says to the one we sold the Ksuva to, if my mother comes and she wants her ksuva back, it's not yours. It's hers. Okay? Now he's assuming maybe his mom will die first. And he'll inherit the ksuva. And now he sold it. But he says, if my mother ever comes to get it, it's hers. Shchiva imei, his mother died, and she never had a problem with that. Yeah, so she never said anything about selling the Teva Sinodik Suba. So now he's inheriting it. And now he's coming. And he is being Ma'arer. Okay? He says, listen, um, I don't need to uh, pay you back because I didn't guarantee everything. He wants it back now. He wants to back out. He's in place of his mother. The same way a mother's allowed to uh, have a problem with the Suba, he can do the same thing. Granted, he didn't accept the achrayis of, of her, right? Um, but achrayis didei milay kamakabu. But the mice say, a word's a word. A man's only as good as his word. He said, he told the guy, listen, only if my mother protests, is this, an, is this uh, nothing doing? You know, is there backseas? But it seems to imply that if he protests, there's no backseas. If that's what the, the you know, implication was, then you cannot back out. And Mimela, um, um, I'm sorry He did not accept upon himself A guarantee against his own protest Since he didn't mention anything About his own protest He says uh, Rava, He would be allowed to back out of his sale Ruven sells a field to Shimon Without Achrayis okay? Meaning He says that Shimon I'm selling you this field If there's a lien on the field it's not on me. 
It's not on me. If anybody wants it, if everybody's coming at a different time and claims that they have a, they have first dibs in the field, it's, it's tough luck. And Shimon comes and he sells it back to Reuven with Achrais. Meaning, he says that if it's, if anybody comes with a lien on the property, I'll give you your money back. It's got to be yours. Type of tomorrow's daf. And it turns out that Reuven had borrowed money from somebody. And Ruvain's Balchayv comes because and he wants to collect the field. Dina who the Azul Shimon Mafzile. Allah is Shimon needs to go and uh, and be Mafzit. Basically means to save it for Ruvain. Says Gabara, what does that mean? Normally Rava. True, he accepted upon himself his own Achrais. Achrais didn't have shame, he come a Kabbalah, but he did accept upon himself uh, his own guarantee from the guy himself. In other words, why was it collected? Not because of Shimon borrowed money. It's collected because Ruvain originally, before that original sale, borrowed money. So Shimon can say, Ruvain, hey, you know why it was lost? Because of your problem, not my problem. Says Gemara, Umayda Rava, Rava agrees, last step for today. If Ruvain would inherit a field from Yaakov, Machar Lashim Shalai Bachrayas, but also Shimon, Machar Lashim Bachrayas, Yosu Bachrayas, the Yaakov, Yaakov Bachrayas, before the inheritance. Comes Vikatarf Leminei that we all agree, Dino who the Azul Shimon who Mafsi Leminei, Shimon needs to go and, and uh, work this out. It's, it's his Achrayas. My time, Balchayv de Yaakov, Kibachayv de Amadami, the Balchayv of Yaakov, the creditor of Yaakov, is just like anybody else. And Shimon and Ruven can say to Shimon, listen, bud, there was a original lien, you sold it to me. Promising you'll pay back any problems. If any, if anybody comes to collect, somebody did come to collect, I'm demanding the money back. We'll hold it here for this evening. Agutin Kvitl, everybody. Rub to Ami Rami, Omar Rami Barchama. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. Be'ezus Hashem. Tomorrow evening, we're going to do, we'll do Daf in the evening. Minchamar uh, 625. So we'll do Daf Hashem 7.15 p.m. All right. Zai Gebenched.